I'm going to turn things over to Mr. Mark Weber once again for hour three of this morning's edition of Garden Talk. Good morning. <laughs> I am preparing what plan I am. Yes, I was about to say it's that time. It, 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 and this one is going to be hard. Mm. Maybe. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Um, you want me to give you a couple clues? Sure. Okay. Uh, I am easy to grow in average to medium to wet, well-drained soils. And I need part to full shade to grow. I prefer moist, organically rich soils that are slightly, slightly acidic. The soil around me must not be allowed to dry out. Otherwise, I die out. I am non-rhizominous. I may self-seed myself to create more of me. My genus name comes from the Greek word meaning try. It's thus a reason I have a swollen hump-like structure near my petals that are swollen with a sac-like structure. I am used in borders, woodlands, gardens, shade gardens, and naturalized areas. My native range runs from China Korea and Japan, north to Nepal. You may even find me in the Philippines, too. So what plan am I? You heard it, folks. <laughs> the guru has spoken. What do you think? <laughs> Four, five, seven, twelve, ninety more clues to come on AM twelve ninety and news ninety five seven WHIO. The views and opinions expressed during this program do not necessarily reflect those of the staff and management of Cox Media Group Ohio. This is WHIO's consumer warrior, Clark Howard. Beware scam artists in Dayton. I'll find you out. This is WHIO meteorologist, Kirsty Zantini. If weather breaks this hour, we will break it. And you're listening to an Ask the Expert weekend on AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. Good Saturday morning to each and every one of you, and happy Easter and happy spring to you as we begin the third and final glorious hour of Garden Talk right here on AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. I, I encourage you to give me a call at 457-1290. You can join us live at GardenTalkBlog.com. And as the line becomes available, call us now at 457-1290. We'll probably kick what plan I am in the full gear after we uh, talk with John Scott at the bottom of this hour of garden talk. But I would love to talk to you today at 457-1290 where I am prepared to help you with no matter what your question may be. And uh, what I do here on garden talk folks is give you expert analysis and understanding of a plethora of questions and let's head right to the telephone lines at 457-1290. Let's roll to Beaver Creek. And let's go talk to Jim. Jim, good morning. Good morning to you. Happy gardening, Jim. How can we help you today? Okay. My peonies, uh, earlier this week, uh, the tops turned brown. Uh, looking at my ortho garden book, it says it could be Phytophthora blight, but it doesn't completely fit the description could okay. it also be frost maybe um tell me a little bit about the browning do they do they have um and I, this is a really hard one to describe this is the are these black kind of like lesions on the leaves i saw no lesions saw no lesions Okay, um, and the color of uh, is the area where the brown at or it connects with the green foliage. Does it look like it's water soaked? Meaning, if you would hold it up in the light, does it look kind of oily? No, of course it's wet now, but <laughs> yeah, of course, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But it appears to be recovering a little bit. Okay. Um, what I would suggest you do is work with a horticulturalist that's well adversed at plant diagnostics and see what you can come up with. Worst comes to worst, 
If you can't come up with a plausible answer, then you might want to send it off to the plant disease clinic at Ohio State University and let them look at it and see if it's if 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 it's a disease or if it's frost damage. It, it could be either one. I can okay. generally tell you that usually with peony measles, it doesn't show up till later on in the summer. Uh, but you know, uh, typically what I would do if I was at your house, I would be looking at it with a hand lens and seeing if you've got any water soaked margins in the leaves. Um, and if I didn't know that I put it under, you know, about 2000 X magnification back at my office. But I think, you know, you're going to have to diagnose it to see what it is. And it could be, it could be cold weather damage. You know, we, we did have some cold temps. I I just don't know. I just don't know from what what you've told me, but work with a qualified horticulturalist or a qualified arborist. And you can find a qualified arborist at treesaregood.org. And you can also find um, a qualified arborist at a website called treesforohio.org. Thank you. Thank you, and thanks for being part of Garden Talk, and happy Easter to you. Same to you. Bye-bye. 457-1290. John, good morning. Good morning, sir. How are you? John, what plant do you think I am today? Well, first off, happy Easter, and then I think that you might be a trillium. I am not a trillium. Oh. <laughs> happy oh. gardening, John. More clues to come. Let's go 457-1290. Mary, Mary in good Union morning. in Ohio, good morning and happy Easter to you, Mary. Thank you, and good morning. Um, I have a question about dandelions. Are you familiar with dandelions, I'm sure? I know them well. (laughs) I've been pulling the blooms off of the ones in my backyard because I don't like to put chemicals on my yard because of my pets. And I have found a couple that I've never seen before. It's like a, a stem coming up. It's over an inch wide, very flat, and on top of it are grouped up three to five blooms. Okay. I've never seen that dandelion before. Well, keep in mind dandelions are native are are, are native to, to to parts of the of the United States. Um this is a plant like we talked last week with Randy Tisher, it doesn't the seed does not germinate until the soil temperatures meet meet about 77 degrees Fahrenheit. Um and typically you will have dandelions in lawns where it's been a history of poor fertility and poor mowing practices. So, you know, if you want to remove them, I would strongly suggest you do a soil test and at least fertilize your lawn appropriately. Well, it, yeah, that really wasn't. I just was curious about that dandelion, that variety of dandelion I don't, I've never seen before. I, I'd have to see a picture of it, ma'am, to explain it more so. Uh, but this is a plant that... You know, this is a plant that grows, you know, flat during the summer and then and then blooms in the spring because of the chilling temperatures. But um, I think, you know, if 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 you can want to send me a picture, I'll be happy to look at it. Four, five, seven, twelve, ninety, not one, but uh, three open lines. If you got a gardening question or a tree question or a vegetable question or a flower question or whatever your question may be, I've got an a line for your use, absolutely free at 457-1290. James in uh, Greenville, good morning. Morning. How can we help? I have a question about rhubarb. Sure. It's about 20-year-old stand of it. And the last three years, it'll get red spots on the leaves. The leaves wilt and die with silver the stalk. Hmm. And what time of the year does, does this happen? Usually the first stand does good. The second stand, the third stand, that's once we get the spots, then the leaves will die, then the stalk will die. Hmm. Um, the most serious disease of, of rhubarb is, is, first of all, is typically Phytophthora. Um, and the leaf spotting issue very well may be related, related to a uh, leaf spot disease. Um, can you go a little bit more detail what this leaf spot disease looks like? It's uh, little red spots about the size of a pet's eraser. They're dotted all through the leaf. Then, that, then a leaf will wilt. The leaf will get start to die. Then the stalk will get limp and die. 
Okay. But it's, this happened in the last three years. Okay, let's let's kind of go through some of the things. Sanitation-wise, let's try to remove um, any of the dead leaves that may be in and around the base of the plant. Um, the next thing, next thing is, when's the last time we've lifted and divided this this uh, rhubarb oh, plant? Probably seven or eight years ago. Let's do that now. Divide let's, them up. Yeah, let's cut it and divide it up because a lot of times, the, r- r- rhubarb is a perennial, okay, and they die from the inside out, and the crowns on them get get really beat up. So division is one of their best friends. Um, at the same time, let's do a soil test, see where we are nutrient load wise, fertilize appropriately. I usually feel like that holly tone once a year. Yeah, but that's not may not they may actually aggravate the problem. Okay. Yeah, I mean over fertility, and this is important note. If you over fertilize a plant, you can actually make it more susceptible to diseases and insects. Did you know that? Not really. Now you know. I do. Now you know. So let's let's regroup. Let's do a division. Let's maybe put this new put this planting in a new location All right. away from where it's been. So whatever whatever pests are there, we are not going to reintroduce it to those same pests. It grows beside uh, raspberries. That should make no difference. I would get it away from the raspberries, but in a full sun site, divide it, replant it, get a soil test done to see where you are nutrient wise. Do not let any grass or weeds grow near this plant, this, near this new planting. Right. You may want to mulch it with like some composted mulch or something to help control weeds, but at the same time, um, maybe help increase the organic matter in the soil. Um, but the other thing is, if it shows up again, these spots show up again, you need to have them properly diagnosed. And you're going to have to work with a trained horticulturalist or maybe a plant disease clinic to figure out exactly what the pest is and how to manage it. All right. Because science will tell you the best practice, okay? Very good. Thank, Thank you, you, sir. Happy, Good call. Thank you very much. All right. Goodbye. Bye-bye. 457-1290. Let's, uh, Javon, I'm going to do one more, okay? Let's go talk to Mike. Mike, good morning. Morning. How can we help you, Mike? Hey, uh, every year I have an issue with ants. Uh, I've tried putting marigolds around my garden, uh, onions and things, and it nothing ever seems to really work. Why do the ants bother you, Mike? <laughs> they eat the... Uh, I, I've been trying to grow, like, spinach and lettuce and stuff, and it never seems to grow, and they're always covered in bugs, so... Okay, well, Mike, first of all, the ants aren't eating the spinach, okay? And the ants aren't a pest, okay? All right. So we don't need to control the ants. <laughs> all right, so you think it's a different bug that's around? I think you've got a different issue, okay? All right. So I want to ask you a couple of questions. The place right. you're growing your vegetables, is it full sun? Uh, no, it's about half. Half. Okay, so. sir, I, I don't mean to upset you, but vegetables are a full sun plant. Okay. <clears throat> They've been a full sun, full sun plant since the beginning of time. So I think part of your problem is sun. Okay. So is there a place in your yard you can move your vegetable garden where it's full sun? Oh, yeah, I'd, I'd be able to move it. So let's begin there. And let's also <clears throat> do a... Uh, Soil test to figure out where you are nutrient-wise and fertilize appropriately. Okay. Okay. You might want to try growing some of your vegetables in pots and containers, too, where you have a little bit more control over the soil and nutrition. Mm-hmm. And you can grow spinach and all kinds of things in pots and containers. That's why that's how I do my vegetable gardening. Uh, I didn't think about that. Yep, and it's a lot easier on your back. <laughs> okay. Well, I'll try that this year. Yeah, but 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 you know, ant, think of ants are really important in the environment because they they recycle a lot of things that are need to be broken down. They create air spaces in the soil for our roots of our plants to grow. Um, they're 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 a very important insect. Okay, 
And the last thing you want to do is kill something that's important, okay? Right. So this is one of these, like, like bees, let them be. <laughs> and ironically, ironically, ants are actually related to the same social group of insects as honeybees are and the other, other solitary bees, Hemoptera. So my point being is leave ants be. They don't pose any harm to you or your family or your vegetable garden. Okay? Okay. Sure. Let, let them be. <laughs> Mike, have a good weekend. You too. Bye-bye. 457-1290 on AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. When the Miami Valley gets hit with breaking news, severe weather, or traffic tie-ups, depend on us for up-to-the-minute information. AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. 1959 was a very special year. Do you know why? Hi, this is Randy from Green Velvet Sod Farms, and this year we're celebrating our 60th year in business. Green Velvet's founders, Ray and Mary Tischer, planted the seeds that would become Green Velvet on their farm near Bellbrook back in 1959. Over time, as the farm grew, our customers asked us for additional products to help grow and maintain plants in the landscape, such as grass seed, fertilizers, weed killers. And what was a small sod farm back in 1959, today grows over 700 acres of instant lawn sod and distributes a wide range of turf and ornamental supplies, serving the needs of landscape professionals throughout Ohio. Put 60 years of experience to work for you. Our team of turf professionals can provide you with solutions to all of your needs in the landscape. With four locations throughout Dayton and Columbus, the Green Velvet Advantage is not far away. Check out our website at greenvelvet.com. And remember, it's easy to be green with Green Velvet. Take control of great savings at Grismer. Now through May 6, buy four eligible Bridgestone tires and you can get $70 back by mail. Increase your savings to $140 when you use your Grismer credit card account. As always, get four free oil changes with the purchase of any four new tires, lifetime balancing and rotation included. Now is the perfect time to take control with great savings. Grismer Tire, a legacy of trust since 1932. Offer valid through May 6. Restrictions and limitations apply. See store for details subject to credit approval. Guys, if you're thinking about buying an engagement ring, I highly recommend James Free Jewelers. Check out their new engagement ring, Layla. It's got this modern contemporary look with a three-quarter carat GIA certified diamond and all these other diamonds surrounding it. This ring is compellingly affordable at $19.95. Go to jamesfree.com and check out the new exclusive Layla engagement ring. Then see it for yourself at James Free Jewelers, 3100 Far Hills Avenue in Kettering, where they've been doing things right for over 78 years. Everyone's financial needs are different. Tune in Saturdays at 3 as author David Gaylor discusses the plays for your game plan for retirement on AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. Investment advisory services are offered through Precision Capital Management and SEC Registered Investment Advisor. At Wild Birds Unlimited, we are your backyard bird feeding experts. Got squirrel problems? We can help. Blackbirds taking over? We know what to do. Wild Birds Unlimited. Visit us online and in the Voice of America Center in Westchester or in Springboro next to Dorothy Lane Market. I'm meteorologist Kirsty Santini. And I'm Clark Howard. We here at WHIO are actively working to keep your family safe. Safe from scams. And safe from severe weather. You can depend on AM 1290 and News 95.7. WHIO. Hi, everybody. It is a wonderful Saturday morning. Let's check out the updated weather forecast from Jesse Mapp. Steady rain moving into the Miami Valley this morning. We're going to see anywhere from half to three quarters of an inch of precipitation. Many of us could see more than that as we move into the morning and afternoon hours. High temperature today lifting to 46 degrees. Those scattered showers tapering off as we go towards the late afternoon and early evening hours. Cloudy overnight with a low dropping to 39 degrees. But finally for Sunday, chilly to start in the morning hours. Cloudy, but warmer and partly sunny as we get into the afternoon with a high of 65 degrees. I'm meteorologist Jesse Mag of the Miami Valley Severe Weather Station, AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. A current scan of the new live Doppler HG7 radar shows... Uh, um, rain has slowly but surely dissipating in this area. We've got overcast skies, 42 and up at the airport, 43 in Springboro. On the station that you depend on for weather, traffic, and news, AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. 
Dayton and Springfield station for 24-hour news, weather, and traffic. And our Ask the Expert weekends, AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. 457-1290 is the number to call, and we would love to speak to you. Let's head right to the telephone lines, and... uh, and uh, let's help with a lot of folks today. Let's help. Let's go help help Dave. Dave, good morning, and uh, welcome to Garden Talk. Hello. Hi, Dave. Welcome to Garden Talk. How are you this morning? I'm well. How can we help you? Well, in the fall of 2017, I planted a new yard. Uh, we built a house, did a soil sample. Everything was good. Fertilized it last year. When it goes dormant, like last summer when it got dry, it went dormant, and then it greened back up. And then this spring, you know, it went dormant over the winter. When it turns back green, the old leaves don't turn green, like I guess I see a lot of yards doing. And new growth comes up, but every time I grow it, I mean, my yard looks brown even this time of year. I didn't know if it was... I planted the turf-type tall fescue from green velvet, and I don't know if it's just that particular variety of grass seed. So say that, go through this whole chronology again so I understand what you're saying. Well, the biggest thing is, like, when when my yard started turning green again this spring, it wasn't the old grass that turned green. It, I guess, sprouts new from the rhizomes and things in the... Yeah, well, the, if it's strip-type tall fescue, it doesn't have a rhizome, but it's, it's sprouting new grow, grass from the bottom, from the crown of the plant up. Okay. Okay. So, I guess my question would be, since my yard looks brown every time I mow it from the grass from last year... What's the best way to either get rid of that or... Okay, so ask you, let me ask you this question. The brown is on the outer tips, right? Like well, on the outer tips of the grass blades, right? Yeah, from last year's growth. Okay, okay. What you're seeing there is a little bit of winter burn. So drop your mower about a half an inch on the deck side in the spring, and you can just cut it off. Okay. That's all you've got. It's just a little bit of winter burn is all you've got. Okay. It's, I just didn't want to cut it short and stuff. Yeah. I mean, if you're mowing, you should be mowing no shorter than three inches throughout the season, but drop it like two and three quarters or something like that, and you can chop it off. If I mow about four to all right, so you got really long. Sh- okay, the way that you can avoid that is next year, this year in the fall, like in November, like your last mow, drop it, drop it down to like two and three quarters to three inches, and okay. ch- and chop some of those long blades off because what's happening is those long blades are just getting desiccated with the winter time. Okay, okay. thank you, sir. Uh, thank you. Bye bye. When we come back. What plan I am and John Scott on the most listened to, most talked about radio garden show of its time called Garden Talk with Mark Weber on AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. It's our Ask the Experts weekend on the Miami Valley radio station with breaking news, weather and traffic. AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. This is the station Dayton turns to first for live team coverage of breaking news. WHIO Dayton Springfield. Your news starts now. Depend on it. It's 831. I'm Jonah Adi with a WHIO news update. Our top story we're following this morning, the full Mueller report being subpoenaed in Washington. The latest on that investigation coming up. We're tracking plenty of rain moving into the Miami Valley. I'm meteorologist Jesse Mag. Your exclusive WHIO forecast is coming up. Well, WHIO triple team traffic. Right now we're checking things out on those major freeways. We're not seeing any big slowdowns out there impacting your travel this morning. We do have a hazard present at North James H. McGee Boulevard near Gettysburg in Dayton, but that's just about it. 
In our top story, in Washington, the struggle over the Mueller report released in redacted form continues. House Judiciary Committee Chairman Jerry Nadler issuing a subpoena demanding the unredacted version. Meanwhile, Rudy Giuliani, the president's personal lawyer, criticizing Mueller's conclusions that point to possible obstruction of justice on the part of the president. Fox's John Decker says Nadler's committee going to weigh the possibilities of impeachment when considering the full report. In Dayton, parents in the area are shocked after an altercation between two teens leads to one of them getting stabbed. I always try to stay, keep my kids close and, and uh, stay aware of my surroundings and stuff like that. You know, I've noticed the changes over the years. I've been coming here since I was, you know, 13, 14 years old. This escalating over a confrontation about a slashed bike tire, cops say. No word yet on that 17-year-old's condition. Well, a storm that hit the Florida panhandle last year was more intense than initially expected. Hurricane Michael hit the U.S. last October and up recently was upgraded to a Category 5 hurricane with sustained winds as high as 160 miles an hour. That makes it only the fourth Category 5 to make landfall on the U.S. since records began. That's meteorologist Jesse Mag, who has the exclusive WHIO forecast right now. Rain moving into the Miami Valley throughout the morning hours, heavy at times, especially early, starting off with chilly temperatures, the low right around 40 degrees, and the high not climbing all that high, up to only 46 degrees. More scattered showers expected throughout the day. Those taper off as the day goes on. I'm meteorologist Jesse Mag on the Miami Valley Severe Weather Station, AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. A latest scan of the Doppler 7 radar shows lots of the Miami Valley going to get a break from some of the rain, seeing the southernmost counties looking relatively clear. Up here in the Dayton area, however, we could still expect at least a little drizzle, maybe a light shower or two throughout the area. But the heavy band of rain is since moving on, just steadier showers seeing now in dark and parts of Mercer County as well. 39 degrees in Troy, 41 in Springfield, 42 here in Dayton at 834. I'm Jonah Adi, WHIO Continuing News. Welcome to Ask Jaffe with Larry Jaffe, owner of Jaffe Jewelry at Stroop in Far Hills and Kettering. Dear Jaffe, I would like a custom design ring for my wife with a diamond I inherited from my grandmother. I have a design in mind, but every store I've spoken to tells me it will take over three months and cost me a large non-refundable design fee. I was told Jaffe might be able to assist me at less cost and a better design. What makes Jaffe different? Sincerely, David. Hi, David. Yes, Jaffe Jewelers is known for our custom design work for 35 years. We work directly with you and our award-winning designer to create a -a one-of-a-kind piece exactly as you want. You choose the metal type and color at no additional fee. Our design fee is included in our final price, and your custom design can be finished within 30 days. Jaffe Jewelers has built many lasting relationships with award-winning designers. Nothing makes me happier than to hear a customer say proud. I had it designed at Jaffe. Ask Jaffe at info at jaffejewelry.com. Give her Jaffe. Hi, Pete Kasuja here in Old North Dayton, where my wife Shirley and I started our garden center in 1963. And now we have customers who come to us every year from Ohio, Kentucky, and Indiana. The reason for such loyalty is because they know that we have thousands of shade trees, fruit trees, weeping trees, dwarf trees, evergreens, and flowering shrubs, all ready to load. We also have 16 greenhouses where we grow thousands of bonsai trees and indoor plants and garden plants, berry and fruit plants, and don't forget our green mat grass seed. So today, mow in May. We're about a mile east of the Stanley Avenue exit on I-75, so come out to 1309 Brant Pike and be dazzled. There are few things more stressful than listing your home for sale and then waiting for a good offer to come in. Hi, it's Larry Hanskin with Richard Herbst from Keller Williams Hometown Realty. Richard, how can homeowners relieve that stress? Larry, it all boils down to having a proven and guaranteed marketing plan. So for anyone planning on selling later this year, now's the time to meet with you? That's right. I've been doing this for a long time, and I've got a huge network of buyers and sellers, so I know when people are going to be looking. And sometimes my best connections are long before the home even goes on the market. So what I'm hearing is that you are always looking for buyers even before a home goes on the market. Yes, we all go in prepared. We're selling homes in days, not months. So plan ahead. 
contact Richard Herbst, Keller Williams Hometown Realty at 477-1411. That's 477-1411 or visit teamherbst.com, T-E-A-M-H-E-R-B-S-T.com. I can spot a winner, Richard Herbst, 477-1411. This is Clark Howard here on AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. You own an Amazon Echo? When you get home, tell Alexa to play WHIO. Let's spend time to take a walk through the Garden Gate with John Scott from Knollwood Garden Center and Landscape on AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. Good morning, John Scott. Good morning, Mr. Rubber. How are you? Oh, I'm having a happy spring day and enjoying the the wonderful weather and talking about gardening and, you know, you can't get any better than this. No, and Mark, you know, this year, Easter is about as late as it will ever be in some of our lives, most of our lives. And at first, you know, at Knollwood, we, you know, we have to deal with a lot of the Easter lilies and the church orders and this late into the season. Uh, keeping your Easter lily from starting to bloom out too early is, is quite the trick that the growers had to deal with. But the other nice thing this year is there's so many other opportunities and what you can use for those Easter flowers to decorate your table and whatnot because right now all the annuals are really starting to come in. So it's been fun. Just yesterday I had a, a customer come in. Uh, she was a nice lady, and she had a young son and young daughter, and they went through and picked some annual uh, specialty begonias and some coleus, some caladiums, and they were making these cute little Easter baskets they were going to put mm-hmm. out on the table. So this year it's a whole different Easter ball game for folks because – so many times you get that Easter lily, you enjoy it, and then it goes away. But this year, you can look at a lot of the different types of begonias and dahlias and petunias and use some of the annuals that for Easter that then you can get ready to transplant into your containers and get a real bang for your buck with your Easter flowers this year. Outstanding. John Scott, your hours of operation today are? We are 9 to 6 today. And, Mark, we are open tomorrow on Easter from just 11 till 4. Outstanding, John Scott. As always, thank you so much. Have a great, outstanding day, and happy Easter to you, sir. Thank you, sir. Bye-bye. You've been through the Garden Gate with John Scott from Knollwood Garden Center and Landscape. The Garden Talk phone lines are open. Call the garden guru, Mark Weber at 457-1290 on AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. Garden Talk listeners, a $25 gift card to Knollwood is at stake if you know what plant I am. Here are the clues. Listen to them carefully, because the answer is in the clues. I am easy to grow. I like average to medium to wet to well-drained soils. I like to be in part to full shade. I prefer moist, organically fertile soils that are slightly acidic in part shade. My name means I may hop. My name means I may hop. The soil around me must not be allowed to dry out. If it dries out, I die out. I am a non-rhizominous plant. I typically self-seed myself in optimum growing conditions. My genus name comes from the Greek word try. Again, my genus comes from the Greek word try. I am used in borders, woodland gardens, shade gardens, and naturalized areas. My native range is China, Korea, Japan, even Nepal, Taiwan, and the Philippines. I am a shade-loving perennial in the lily family. (laughs) My small but beautifully integral-designed orchid-like flowers will stop people in their tracks. So, what plant am I? 457-1290. 
457-1294 available phone lines available right now. Your chance to win. Your chance to win a $25 gift card to Knollwood if you know what plant I am. Give you the clues once again. I'm easy to grow. I like to be in shady places with lots of moisture. I'm not rhizominous, meaning I don't spread by rhizomes. Um, and my name, my common name, means I may want to hop. <laughs> my common name means I may hop. If the soil around me dries out, I die out. I may self-seed myself under optimum conditions. My genus, remember? Genus and species. Genus meaning, Greek word means try. Yeah, try. I'm used in borders. I'm used in woodland gardens. I'm used in shade gardens. I'm used in naturalized areas. My native range runs from China to Korea to Japan to Nepal. You may find me in Taiwan and you may find me in the Philippines. I'm a shade-loving plant and I'm a perennial. I live in the I'm part of the lily family. But my small but beautiful intricately designed orchid-like flowers will stop you. They will behold you. They will stop you in your tracks. So what plant am I? 457-1290 is a $25 gift card at stake right now. If this is Bobby, one of the harder ones I've done, and I always try to find hard ones. Well, I, I decided I was going to do this one about two days ago. So that <laughs> I had a, had a chance to uh, think about this one on how I wanted to word it. But uh, the Greek part of me, the Greek word of my genus is try. It is try. And by the way, my common name means I might want to hop. Four five seven twelve ninety. Let's go talk to John. John, good morning. Good morning. How are you, John? Uh, loving this weather. Good. Are you ready to to attempt what plan I am? I am. All right. Okay. Let me let me give you a couple of clues, John. Okay. Okay. All right. I am. Um, uh, da, 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 da. I'm easy to grow. I like to grow in average to medium to wet soils. I like full shade to part shade. But uh, and my my name, my name means I may hop. Uh, that's my common name. Soil around me, if it's allowed to dry out, I die out. Um, I'm non rhizominous, meaning I don't spread underground. Um, and the way that I typically propagate myself in nature is through self-seeding of my seeds. My genus, you know, like my genus name comes from the Greek word meaning try, T-R-I. Um, I'm used in borders, woodland gardens, shade gardens, naturalized areas. My natural range, native range that is, is China, Korea, Japan, north of Nepal, the Taiwan, the Philippines. Um... Um, I am a shade-loving plant in the lily family. My small but beautiful integral flowers are designed like orchids, but they're not orchids. And uh, if people see me, they are literally stopped in their tracks. So what plant am I, John? Austin. No. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go to Crystal and Kettering. Crystal and Kettering, good morning. Good morning. Happy Easter to you, Crystal. Thank you. Same to you. Thank you. So what plant do you think I am, Crystal? Well, I thought it might be a Johnny Jump Up. I am not a Viola. Okay. <laughs> but you know, it's funny is um, if you would see my flower, Crystal, it is one of the most unique orchid-like flowers you'll ever see in the garden. And uh, I am um, highly sought after. In fact, I will tell you that um, um, I was um, 
first brought into cultivation around around 1784 um, when a guy named Carl Peter Thunberg, who was a Swedish surgeon and naturalist, collected me. And uh, he found me in Japan, of all places, and brought me back to Europe. Where, and at that point in time, I became all the rage. In fact, uh, people started to crossbreed types of me. And uh, by the early 1890s, um, I was highly popular, highly popular. In fact, I have been bred for nearly 225 years, and now there's over 22 different separate species of me. So, nope, we're getting there, though. Thanks for your call. Okay, thank you. Bye-bye. Bye. Four, five, seven, twelve, ninety. Barb, what plan am I? I was wrong. I thought it was a Johnny Jump Up. Okay, thank you. Four, five, seven, twelve, ninety. What could I be? What could I be? And you know what else makes me interesting is is that um, my I'm truly stunning on many different levels. Um. Um, how do you want to say this? My orchid-like flowers typically are white or yellow colored at the base. And they have hundreds, hundreds of small little purple spots all over them. So what plan am I? Four, five, seven, twelve, ninety is the answer. Number the dial if you know the answer. There's a $25 gift card at stake on this uh, beautiful... Easter weekend here on Garden Talk from uh, Knollwood Garden Center because they're gardeners like you and I. Let's take a quick break and come back and see who might win that $25 on AM 1290 and News 95.7 AWHIO. It's an Ask the Experts weekend on Dayton and Springfield's 24-hour news weather and traffic station, AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. Stockslager's Greenhouse and Garden Center invites you to celebrate our 60 years of growing during our annual spring sale. In our seven acres of greenhouses, we grow a wide variety of flowering baskets starting at just $9.99. And bedding geraniums, buy one pack, get one free. Pick from beautiful rose quality vegetable plants, and potted herbs. Stuxlager Spring Sale, now through Sunday, April 28th. Take control of great savings at Grismer. Now through May 6th, buy four eligible Bridgestone tires and you can get $70 back by mail. Increase your savings to $140 when you use your Grismer credit card account. As always, get four free oil changes with the purchase of any four new tires. Lifetime balancing and rotation included. Now is the perfect time to take control with great savings. Grismer Tire, a legacy of trust since 1932. Offer valid through May 6th. Restrictions and limitations apply. See store for details subject to credit approval. Get your health care, power of attorney, and living will prepared absolutely free. Please join us Tuesday, April 16th, 4 p.m. at Traditions of Beaver Creek for a Veterans Benefits Clinic. Learn about estate planning, VA benefits, health care, power of attorney, and living wills. Refreshments will be provided. Call Traditions of Beaver Creek at 937-427-6220 to RSVP. That's 427-6220. Traditions of Beaver Creek, 800 Grayson Lane. That suit you never wear? That dress that feels too big? So many things just sit in our closets. Your clean, quality, workplace-appropriate apparel can be the difference between a job opportunity and a job offer for someone seeking employment in the Dayton region. You can turn your items into hope and opportunity for a local job seeker by donating them to Clothes That Work. Visit their location at the Job Center or go online to clothesthatwork.org to find a drop-off location near you. This airtime provided by White Allen and Dyer Garofalo Man and Schultz. Ohio's most iconic show, WKRP in Cincinnati, now plays on MeTV, WHIO Classic Television Channel 7.2. As God is my witness, I thought turkeys could fly. WKRP in Cincinnati. Weeknights at 9.30. Do you have a high balance on your car loan? Receive 1% cash back when you transfer your auto loan to Abbey Credit Union. Plus, up to a 0.50% discount on our current rate of 3.89%. For more information, go to ABBEY.com. 
It's Easter weekend in the Miami Valley, and we're continuing to bring you breaking news and local Storm Center 7 weather updates for your family. This is Dayton and Springfield's 24-hour news weather and traffic station. AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. And a good morning to each and uh, every one of you. This is Mark Weber, your host of Garden Talk, and I want to give a special thanks to each and every one of you for listening this morning's broadcast. It's always a a sure honor and privilege to uh, behind this microphone doing what I love to do, which is talk about plants and gardening. Let's check out the updated weather forecasts from our friends over at WHIO. Steady rain moving into the Miami Valley this morning. We're going to see anywhere from a half to three quarters of an inch of precipitation. Many of us could see more than that as we move into the morning and afternoon hours. High temperature today lifting to 46 degrees. Those scattered showers tapering off as we go towards the late afternoon and early evening hours. Cloudy overnight with a low dropping to 39 degrees. But finally for Sunday, chilly to start in the morning hours. Cloudy, but warmer and partly sunny as we get into the afternoon with a high of 65 degrees. I'm meteorologist Jesse Mag of the Miami Valley Severe Weather Station, AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. A current scan of the new live Doppler HD7 radar is showing the rain is uh, slowly but surely um, breaking up, which is a really good thing. We're right now resting at uh, 42 degrees out at the airport, 42 over in Xenia, 42 in Wilmington, 43 in Springboro on the station that uh, you depend on for weather traffic. And I also believe uh, uh, what plan I am on this st- <laughs> on AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. The Miami Valley's only radio station for 24-hour breaking news, weather, and traffic. AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. And a good Saturday morning to um, each and every one of you. And uh, 457-1290 is one line that uh, is available. And if you want to believe what plan I am, um, we will continue this morning. Let's go talk to Joyce. Joyce, good morning. Good morning. How are you today, Joyce? I'm good. I'm glad. Um, Happy (laughs) Easter to you, by the way. You too. All right. I'm going to give you the clues, Joyce. And uh, by the way, if anybody else like to jump aboard, we got plenty of time here. Four, five, seven, twelve, ninety. I am an easy to grow average plant that likes uh, well-drained soil, but I like to stay moist, um, Joyce. And I like soils that are slightly acidic, and I like shade. Um, my, my name means I may hop. Um, the soil around me should not be allowed to dry out because if it dries out, I die out. Um, I am not rhizominous, meaning I don't grow by underground roots. Um, I may self seed myself in optimum conditions. Um, my genus, my plant genus comes from the Greek word meaning try. Or meaning three. Um, I am used in borders. I'm used in woodland gardens. I love shade. I grow in shade gardens. My native range runs from China, Korea, Japan, to Nepal, to Taiwan, to the south portions of the Philippines. I am a shade-loving perennial in the lily family. And I may have small but beautifully intricately designed orchid-like flowers that will stop people in their tracks. And another real important clue, Joyce, is I got lots of purple spots. So, Joyce, what plant am I? Well, I don't think this is right. <laughs> Dog tooth violet. I am not a violet. Yeah. Violet. I heard after I didn't hear all the clues, and now I think I know the answer. But, but I'll have to you, call back. You'll have to call back. Well, thank you for <laughs> okay, playing fair, bye though. Bye bye. Happy Easter to you. Four five seven twelve ninety. Good morning. Welcome to Garden Talk, Linda. What plant am I, Linda? Linda. Oh, Arminda. Hi. Oh, hi, Arminda. What plant am I? Easter lily? I am not an Easter lily. Well, why aren't you? No, I'm not an Easter lily. But happy Easter to you, though. Happy Easter to you, too. Okay, thank you. Bye-bye. 457-1290. What plant am I? 
thousands and thousands, hundreds and hundreds of um, purple spots all over my flower petals. What could I be? And what's interesting about me is that if you see me, it will stop you in your tracks. I am absolutely mind-boggling beautiful in the garden. And you can see why people, when they collected me, they, they, they were just taken back by my beauty. You can see why people that find me are just, they pro, I'm highly prized plant in gardens. Um, interesting also, rabbits like to eat my new growth, but deer will not. Yeah, it's another clue that uh, maybe hopping along. 457-1290 is the number of the dial if you know what plant I am. Because as the, the hourglass is beginning to tick, we got about two minutes in this program. We'll find out what plant I am. Good morning, Liz. Hi. How what plant am I today, Liz? Uh, Asiatic lily. I am not, but thanks for your call. Oh, okay. <laughs> bye bye. All right, we'll put we'll put off the pain. We'll put off the pain. Jeff from Beaver Creek. Good morning, Jeff. Yes, this is Jeff. I would say it's a toad lily. Well, Jeff, I just want to let you know. There's another guy named Neil who called 36 seconds after you called. <laughs> you beat Sorry, Neil. You beat Neil by 36 seconds. That's pretty impressive. So, Jeff, how did you know that I was a toad lily? I have grown toad lilies before, and they are spectacular. And was it those hundreds of little purple spots on the flowers? Was that the clue that got you over the hump? Uh, the Actually, the uh, uh, flower-looking... Um, like an orchid? Yeah, more like an orchid, yes. Gotcha, gotcha. I wasn't sure if I my name means I might hop also maybe kind of... Well, that, that that's a pretty good <laughs> giveaway to anybody who's grown them. Well, Jeff, you are the proud winner of a $25 gift card to NOLA because they're gardeners like you and I. Congratulations to you. Happy Easter and happy spring to you. I'm going to put you on hold so that Javon can get all your vitals for you to get your $25 gift card to NOLA Garden Center, okay? Thank you, sir. You have a blessed weekend. You too, sir. Thank you. Well, folks, that'll wrap it up for this week's edition of Garden Talk. A very special thanks to Javon for a job well done. And to thank each and every one of you for tuning in and listening to this morning's legendary broadcast. For 28 years, I've come to this radio station with only one goal in mind, was to spread the word of gardening. The value of trees, the value of plants, and the value of the world in which we live. Remember the very words I spoke 28 years ago on a fine, fine April day, just like today, and they are so very true as well. And hold these words to be true, because they are, the gardening, my friends, is a great quest in life. It's a wonderful way to enjoy the blessed earth in which the good Lord has made. Please, my friends, get out and do some gardening, but be sure the gardening that you always do is happy gardening on AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. From our downtown Dayton McAfee Heating and Air Studios, WHIO AM Dayton, WHIO FM Pleasant Hill, a Cox Media Group station. <laughs>